a pleasure to be here again this morning to welcome you to another beautiful, glorious day. This is the day of the Lord. This is the hour that the Father has provided for us to come before him and to rejoice in his presence as we celebrate his goodness and his love in our lives. Thank you so much, Abra Derek, this morning for joining this morning. Appreciate it. I want to welcome everyone that will be also connecting with us this morning, wherever we are connecting from. It's a, ple it's a pleasure to have you this morning join us and to uh, track with us as we once again look into the heart of the Father and get to know his heart, his mind, and his intention for this beautiful day. This is a moment in time where the Spirit of the Lord is speaking expressly to us and we are being uh, enjoyed, amen, to join, to come into yes that company of innumerable companies of angels we we have been invited to be part of what is called the assembly of the firstborn thank you so much uh, sister Myrtle, for connecting this morning i appreciate it i want to bless the lord for another grace that he has granted to granted to us this morning amen to be part of his will his plans and his purpose i believe this morning once again that will be shifted will be further push and move into amen the intentions of god for this brand new day this is the day that god amen has given to us to rejoice and of course to be glad in him so wherever you are this morning thank you so very much for connecting thank you for choosing uh, to listen this morning to be part of what the spirit of god is proclaiming and declaring of course this is our prophetic prayer school this is uh, uh the potter's gate prophetic prayer school where what we do here we pray but we also teach how to pray we want to believe the lord that he will continue to impress upon our hearts amen uh, uh the, the instruction that is needed that will guide us that will you know bring us to that place where we can further move into that place of perfection in christ the bible says until we come to the full stature of christ we are coming into the full stature of christ the more we embrace his light the more we embrace his heart his mind his will you know this morning while i was just you know meditating on the scripture the bible says let your light so shine that men may see and it struck me that it's our own personal you know responsibility to let the light shine god has given us light his place is light in us but guess what if we don't let it shine and I remember that song we used to sing in Sunday school. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. If you don't let the light shine, you have to engage yourself. I have to engage myself amen, daily, continually in an atmosphere that allow the light that is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is our light. Is there. But if we don't give him you know, free course, if we don't give him amen, the, uh, the, the, the opportunity to shine, nothing is going to happen. So this morning, we want to believe God that as we pray, that this prayer once again will allow us you know to let the light of god really shine through us you know i woke up with this song i used to sing this song we used to sing this song back in you know back in those days in in my church you know and uh, of course i know i've sang it uh, uh, once or twice in uh, in our fellowship uh, back in, the, in you know in the days of johannesburg and uh, i'm sure even here in franjuk but I just woke up with this song this morning and I felt, you know, I need to sing it this morning. In fact, I've been singing it all day since morning. All right. And very simple song. All right. Just a simple melody. I choose the way of the Lord. And I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. And I choose the way of the Lord. And I choose the way of the lord for the way of the lord is the way of wisdom i choose the way of the lord i choose your way O lord and i choose the way of the lord i 
choose your way, oh Lord, and I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of knowledge, and I choose the way of the Lord. I choose your way, oh Lord. I choose the way of the Lord. I choose your way, oh Lord. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of Zion. And I choose the way of the Lord. I choose your way, oh Lord. I choose the way of the Lord. No matter what I go through, I choose the way of the Lord. No matter what I face, Lord, I choose the way of the Lord. Oh, for the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom and I choose the way 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 of the Lord. Father, I choose your way. There is no other way to, to choose. There is no other way. There's no other path. You're the only way. And I can say this not from a theological point, not from a religious point. I can say this as a personal experience. I have chosen so many ways in my past. <laughs> I have tried so many ways, tried so many means. They were but a pleasure for a moment. They never last. They never led me to a place of satisfaction. Even when I chose the ways of sin, I enjoyed sin for a season. Never gave me what, I was, what my heart was longing for. When I chose the ways of men, they disappointed me. When I chose the ways of the systems of this world, I saw how fickle, I saw how shallow, how empty they are. There is no other way. Your way may be tough. Your way sometimes may be rough. Your way sometimes may be, may be difficult. But I choose. I have come to choose. It's a choice that I've made. <laughs> I choose your way, Father. May we understand that this call is a call of personal choice. Daily choice. That when we wake up, we have to make a choice to choose you again. And so, Father, this song this morning is a dedication to my own life and to those, oh God, that are traversing journey on this path, oh God, this straight and narrow path. Yes, that's a, that's a call. You say we must walk on the straight and the narrow path. There is a broad path that leads to destruction. And many are thronging, walking into it. Father, this morning, as I bring myself and I bring my brethren, oh God, May we choose your way. May we choose the way of life. May we choose the way of truth. May we choose, yes, it may be tough and rough. It may be difficult. It may be painful. Sometimes it's a lonely road. In fact, most times it's a lonely road. But Lord, we choose it. Because there we find rest for our soul. That's what we want. Rest for our soul. Uh, help us, Father. That this thing does not become religion. Like we have to flame and fan a relationship daily. We have to flame this choice. This choice, oh God, of choosing you. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, chose the flame. May we choose the flame. May we not choose to bow the knees to compromise. 
to some idols because of the fear of men. Lord, as I bring this company of cloud before you this morning, may we choose you. May we walk. You know, while I was singing the song, then I remember, I remember my dear sister Myrtle. I could remember how we used to walk, you know, in the morning, just going to pray in those, you know, felt Johannesburg, you know, narrow road in the morning. And I could remember sometimes <laughs> she's like, Pastor, this this is this is difficult. But I push her and I push the, the rest. Early in the morning, we have to go pray under a tent that is freezing. And I was just remembering that, and my heart was just blessing this wonderful woman. Because I, I mean, there are people that I've met in my life who have a desire for God, but this is one exceptional woman, and not because she's connected to you know, to me this morning, you know, watching, no, no, I, I was thinking about this and I said, these are the people that God can commit. You see, God is going to try you. He will try you. He will test you. If you ever think God is not going to test you, you lie. If you ever think the things of God is just going to fall on your laps, somebody lied to you. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Cold in the morning. <laughs> Sometimes you, you can see you could you, you could see those you know uh, uh, eyes on, on the on you know on the grass they're all white and you have to we all dress like you know we're we're from you know the North Pole Johannesburg is cold but we're going to pray we're going to pray we're going to pray and then you find people coming from you know from Lolly and from you know fine town and all of these places oh Lord and you 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 just see people hungry for God how I long for those days again. I choose your way, oh God. I want you to know, Sister Martel, the, the, the investment, the things you have placed, you have put into the things of God, and even into my own life as a person, they are not waste. And I know the things I've deposited into your life, they are not waste. There's more that heaven has deposited in you. There are more treasures in you that you can ever imagine. There are things that God is going to use. I, I told you, I gave a prophecy some time ago, years ago, I could still remember. A day is going to come, a time is going to come, and I see those days coming closer. Where you will stand before people that matters in the city, in the nation. You say, what, what, what gave you such, such audacity? They'll say, no, she's a carrier of a substance. The substance is the presence of God. Don't reduce the standard. Continue to push. And I'm saying this to encourage those of us this morning. You see, the things of God has to do with our journey. You see, it is the journey that the reward. It's not the noise that we make. It's the journey. They reward the journey. There's a reward in our journey. It's a, there's a reward. You journey with God in that straight and narrow path. In that difficult path where nobody knows. Where the tears are falling and, you know, and dropping. Where you don't even know if you're coming or you're going. But you, you, hang, you hang on to that which you know is right. It's not the easiest thing to do. You see, it's not the easiest thing to do. But when you know that this is the right path, you see, there are certain choices we will never make until we've tried every other thing. And you discover that it has failed. No wonder that woman at the well, she was not afraid or, uh, to, to have a deep conversation with the Lord. She said, no, no, you see, <laughs> the, all, I've, been, I've been everywhere. I've tried all the, all, all the men, six men. That defines a man. Everything a man, that man represents six. Six men. She's been with six men. Nothing satisfies. You see, when you come to the point in your life when you know that you just have to have him. You will not mind waking up 4 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> you see, you will not mind waking up 3 a.m. in the morning. You, you just want to, you just want the quarter for the day. You just want something that can keep you going for the day. Lest you lose your mind. Lest you compromise. You just want something. You want something from him. Not from any other person. Whatever man can bring to you is because God has spoken to them. I don't want anything that man can give to me that God has not inspired. No. Those things will become maggots. By the time you go back the next day, they've turned to worms. You don't want it. I've come to a point in my life that I know that there is nothing in this world that satisfies me. So even even my time of entertainment, he's there with me. The other said, even in my time of entertainment, 
when I'm watching movie, I'm sitting there. He's there with me. He's there with me. And if there's something that I know, oh, no, it's not right, now, I move away. Because I don't want anything to tamper with that reality. Friends, we have to choose him again and again. It's a battle of daily choice. Choose this day, not yesterday. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. This is how we pray, friends. You see, pray, prayer must come from the depth of a quest. If there are no quests, if there's no passion, if there's no hunger, if, 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 if you're not ready to die for it, you can't live for it. <laughs> if you're not ready to die for it, you cannot live for it. There are things that are, you know, can be taken from us, but certain things must not be tampered with because that is your lifeline. Prayer is your lifeline. Prayer is your lifeline. When you find the people that can pray, they can change and transform a whole generation, not just their nation, not just a society. They can change because the power of our prayer is what God uses to engage. Oh, Father, we, we honor you, oh God. Let me sing my song again. I choose the way of the Lord. And I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. Oh Lord, I choose your way. Oh my Lord. And I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of insight. I choose the way of the Lord. See, when you, the more you choose his way, the more you seek him, the more you, you pursue him. He said, say, Israel, I have not called you to seek me in vain. No one seeks God, hallelujah, misses, loses. The, no, no, no. It's an investment. I could still remember 1991, the Lord said to me, your prayer is an investment into your future. Your prayer is your investment into the future. Many of the things that I've come into that I'm enjoying this day, many of the things that people have seen in my life, that people appreciate, that gets you know, people to be attracted to me, you know, they are things that I have called for some 20, 30 years ago, just praying and seeking all night, seeking God, hours of prayer and calling upon the name of God and seeking because I have nothing else. You see, when you have no one else, when you have nothing else to turn to, then your eyes is on him alone and him, amen, alone. And until he speaks, you don't stop. Until he speaks. I told you guys, I used to be very timid. I, I would, in my own personal self, I won't be able to do what I'm doing. Having suffered dyslexia and all of this thing, it just makes me not the right person to be used. But I thought to the Lord, I said, Lord, if this is what you've called me to do, if this is what you want me to do, then you have to do something. You have to perform a miracle in my life. And I want to see it. I want to see that miracle. It has to be tangible. He did it. You see, that's why somebody, someone like me, I can't turn back and say, oh, sorry, this thing is too difficult. I, I changed my mind. Which mind? I don't even have a mind to change. I don't have a mind to change. I am connected to this greed forever. I'm connected to this life forever. This is going to be, amen, if it tarries, it's going to be my dying point. I'm going to die preaching and declaring and proclaiming and bringing the harvest into his kingdom. This should be the passion. This is the reason why we were born. For his glory. Not for all of these things that the world are, 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 you know, are giving men to capture their heart, to steal their heart away. 
to entice them away from, from the tree of life. No, we want to return back to the tree of life. We want to, we want to learn to find pleasure. I know it's difficult, friends. Don't let nobody lie to you. It's difficult. When the soul has been driving your life for forever, it's difficult to find pleasure in God. But you have to learn. You have to untrain yourself and retrain yourself to love God and to love his presence. It's, not, it's a difficult journey. I'm not going to lie to you. Because if I tell you it's easy, then I am an hypocrite. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not an easy because I know the cost. I know what it cost me. I know, what, I know the cost. If you think just preaching and all of that is, no, no. God didn't call you to preach. He called you to live your life for him. Let your life be the message. Out of that which you have received of him, you can give. If that which you have received has not become part of your life, you are just an empty shell. You are an empty barrel. You're making noise. It's just noise. God doesn't want noise maker. He wants your life to become a substance. And when you pray, while you're praying, people feel the presence and the power of God. People, people fall on that divine conviction. They are convicted. That's, that's what we're talking about. This is what is going to change our world. Our world is too, is too complex in terms of the soul has gotten people to another realm. People are walking, people today are tapping into all kinds of spiritism, all kinds of power. They're coming into all kinds of things. If you don't have the God of Moses that can turn your rod to swallow the rod of the, you know, of, of the powers that be in Egypt. Listen to this. You have no match. You have no place to stay. If you don't know the God of Daniel, hallelujah, that listen, when you stand in the towering order of the system of Babylon, they will swallow you. You will bow the knees. When they make that decree, they make that holy injunction that no one else worships another God except Nebuchadnezzar. What are you going to do? This is why we're saying this is not a fable. This is not a play. It's not a joke. You, they say we were with him on the mountain. The things that we're talking about are the things that we saw with our eyes. We are true witness. We can be a witness of those things. The things we have seen, we have taught. Our hands handled these things. No wonder those people laid down there. They put their head on the guillotine. They say, cut it, chop it up. I have been there. I can't deny him. I cannot. I cannot sin. I cannot unmake the things that I have experienced. Chop it up. They say we will throw you to the lion. They say go ahead. <laughs> you don't understand. We've seen the light. We have come into something that is immortal. <laughs> Before the lion pounces on them, their soul, their spirit is gone. <sighs> ah, there's a journey we have to take. There's a place we have to come. There's a reality we have to experience in the Lord. That we come to know that material things, even material things, are designed for his purpose. <laughs> Whoever told you that material things are not, are, are, not, are not necessary, then the person does not understand the, understand the ways of God. The issue is that material things does not have a hold or control over your life. Everything that God, hallelujah, you know, created became, became material. You know, yes, the word became flesh. <laughs> the word became flesh. So while we are possessing all things, yet we live as if we own nothing. Yes. Because the Lord is going to be blessing some of us. But how we define blessing has to be redefined. How we define prosperity has to be redefined. We're talking about the prosperity of the soul. We want to be rich unto, unto God and be poor unto this world. We want to be rich unto God and be empty of the world. That nothing of this world has a hold over us. Yes. That's the call, friends. That's the journey. That is the mandate. That in this, we will all live our life honoring God and pleasing him. That nothing of this world, nothing of the flesh has a grip over us. That we have the power of the ages to come. We are entering there. We are beginning to touch things that deals with amen, the ages. 
We are coming into the spirit, into the life, into the power, hallelujah, of the age to come. It's a sacrifice. It's a price. I told you some time ago before my friend died, he said to me, Isaac, the Lord said to me, I must tell you, you know, the things that you're doing are not for this age, but you're sowing the seed. You are investing for your future. I said, thank you, Robin, I know. But thank you for confirming it. You see, when you want to stand for God, you may have to stand alone. <laughs> Let me repeat it. When you want to stand for God, you may have to stand alone. Standing alone <laughs> for God, it means sometimes you are going to be, you are going to be rejected. But when heaven, are full, when they see that you have been tested, have you seen how they test? They say, Abraham, take your son. The only son, yes, that one, Isaac, not Ishmael. Uh -uh, we've rejected that one. That one is gone. And yes, Isaac, the one you love, the one you've been seeking for, the one that is the yes, take him. Go, go to the, go to Moriah. Go to Moriah. One of the mountains that I will show you. You sacrifice him there for me. <laughs> yes. Until there is nothing that has a grip over your life except him, they will not deposit the treasures of heaven into our life. No. You'll be touching, you know, crumbs here and there. and You'll be happy. No. They want to. He said, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <laughs> to give you the kingdom. It is the Father's good pleasure. There are things heaven wants to give, deposit into our life. But we are not ready. And therefore, they put us into things that will make us ready. They put us in the fire. They put us in places that looks contradictory. They put us in among people that are, you know, that are hateful, that, you know, that, that, you know, that dislike us. They just, they see, they want to watch how we're going to react. They, they bring difficult people across our path. All of that is to prepare us. It's not to shame us. It's not to, you know, uh, make us feel, no, no, no. It's to kill the flesh. Is to kill. They will continue to expose you to things that will expose you to you. They will continue to bring issues. Yes, that will make you feel. Oh Lord, no. Yes, you've got to deal with it. You don't run away from it. Don't. We don't run away from light. For you to appreciate light, they must bring you into darkness. <laughs> you didn't understand this. As if for you to appreciate the glory of light, they must bring you into darkness. Yes. You shine there. No one lights a light and put it in the you know, under the bushel. No, you put it on top, hallelujah, of the table to lit the house so that everywhere can be full of light. That's what that's what they do. So don't that's why we have to redefine how we look at problem. We have to look at it. If it's not you, who then? Who should be in that situation? Who should be in that circumstance? When you live your life asking God why, why? Listen, you will never enter into purpose. Because you would have spent half of your life getting angry. Why? Why did you marry that crazy woman? Why did you marry that crazy man? Why did God put you in that situation? Why did God put you in that? No, no, why? Why did God put you in that country? Why? No, no. There is no good place under the earth. And there are no good people. Only those God have touched their heart are good. <laughs> Let me help you. So you can continue the journey. You can continue the journey. They'll put you in a tight corner to help you depend on the Lord. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my buckler. The Lord is my help. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my buckler. He's my defense. You see, situation will cause you to rise up in the place of prayer. They say, yes, yes, light is coming. When they see how you begin to react and, and interact with the situation in the things of the Spirit, they say, yes, yes, that's what we want. Now they can begin to deposit great things into your life. Then they deploy you, they send you. Go assist others. How can you go assist? Well, you know, say we want to preach the gospel. Do you know what it means to preach the gospel? It will take you through hell. Some, some of us now, if they take us, imagine they take you and they, they put you in Japan, they put you in China, of all places, where they're killing Christians. They say, that's where we're sending you to go, and, to go do the work of a mission. <laughs> you are bought the process. No, 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 no. Ah, this one, China? No, no, no. I can't go to China. Or they send you to, you know, Saudi Arabia, where they chop up if they hear that you're a Christian. But you, they put you there. You see? See, we don't understand that what God, what God allows in our life is to prepare us for something greater, for something bigger, for something ahead of us. 
the challenge you face today, amen, is what is going to have the way for you, amen, to become an executive in, in, in that which is called the future. If you are not faithful in the little, how do you think when they give, when they commit great things into your hand, you're going to be faithful? No, you're going to miss it. Have you seen how wealth reaches, you know, positions as corrupt men? Because when the situation were happening around them, when they put them in places, guess what? Uh, they were complaining. No, I can't go through that. No, 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 no. God, I just want a breakthrough. God said, yes, we're preparing you for the breakthrough. No, 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 I want the blessing. We are preparing you for the blessing. <laughs> no, no, I want, I want the prosperity. We are preparing you for the prosperity. We don't just give things. Heaven tells you, we don't just give things. Bible says, amen, you have been blessed with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places. You know, you say, no, God transformed the blessing to natural blessing. God says, no. You have to know how to go into the spirit and receive that which is. The spirit realm is where we keep the treasures. So if you're going to get your treasure, you've got to move from here, there. No, no, no. They want it to fall on them. Because it doesn't work like that. Treasures are hidden in earthen vessel. Treasures are hidden in earthen vessel. So they walk on you. They keep walking on you. They throw you in the fire. They are refining you. Yes. They break you and they remold the thing. And you're screaming. They say, no, that's part of the process. We're processing you. All right. We're processing you. We put, we put you in the fire so that when you go through certain heat in, in life, you have that, you know, con conductor, that conducting capacity to resist heat. You say, okay, I understand. They said, this is not what we, are, what, we, what we design you for. So they break and they remold you again. They look, they look at it and say, no, something is still not perfect here. And they, they <laughs> say, God, for how long? For how long? shouldn't take long. If we yield, let your will be done in my life. Let your kingdom come. That should be the prayer. Let your kingdom come. When the kingdom comes, they come with everything that the kingdom represents. And if there is anything in our life that does not, that cannot accommodate the kingdom, they send certain, you know, agents to deal with those things because the kingdom is coming. So they say, go make sure. You see, when the king is coming, they, they go clear the path. They make sure that there is no obstruction. There's no, there's no assassin. There's nothing. They make sure everything is clear, both on the air, in the, on the land, in the water. They clear everything. Why? The king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. They can't be casualty. So they deal with you. They walk on you. They deal with your eyes. They deal with your ears. Everything. Yes. The meditations of your heart. Amen. Everything is aligning to the will of God. Everything about you. Why? The king is coming. The king is coming. It's a, it's a mindset. When the king comes, he wants to sit. When the king comes, he wants to take his throne. It shouldn't be something struggling the throne with Jesus. And say, okay, you Jesus, you can sit on this side. I'll sit on this side. There's nothing like that. If he cannot take the whole city, he won't, it's not coming. It's not coming. So let's begin to change our ideology of what the gospel is. Because the more we align to the true definition, to the true ministry of the gospel the easier and the better and of course the faster the job is done this is how we ought to align ourselves <clears throat> in the place of prayer you see when you start having this kind of conversation before god in the place of prayer and they begin to highlight things they begin to you know beam light into certain areas of your life that's okay that one that one okay all right i'll deal with it i'll deal with it i'll deal with it you deal with the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh the pride of life. Those are the definition, the summary of the entire sin that we face in life. Yes. Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Pride of life. Yes. You, you look at those things. You say, okay, I'm going to deal with it. And the farther you think, oh, you, the, the more they show you, they say there's still some darkness there. Okay, Lord, all right. You don't run from the light. You run to it. You run to it. You make your light so shine that men may see. Not angels. Angels can see it already, but they want men to see it because what men see is what attracts them into the kingdom. That men may see and give glory. Men, they never told us if they are Christian men or non-Christian men. They just say men. 
So there are things that God can allow to begin to happen in our life that will make for his glory to, to be attracted by men, ordinary men. Nebuchadnezzar saw the glory. <laughs> Come on. Pharaoh saw the glory of God. The kings of the earth they saw the glory of God. The Greeks, they saw the glory of God beaming through Jesus. They say we want to see him. Come on, friends. Father, may your glory. May your glory. May your glory. May your glory. Glory is light that glows. Brightly until men begin to see Christ in us. We pray this morning, oh God. That our life will become radiant, will become a radiant light, illuminated light, illuminate our life. Those things that are still hidden, agendas that are there that we don't even know that are there. Yes, areas that will be damaged that we don't even know that we have been damaged until occasion brings them out. Father, we pray this morning as we step into this new day engaging yes a new age father we pray that we cannot go on our own might and strength and therefore we come to empty ourselves and we embrace your wisdom it is your wisdom oh god that enable us you are our enabler it is your presence in us that gives us the confidence, the boldness, and the courage to face things that we will not be able to face. So we thank you this morning for quickening our faith. Faith now, faith is, not tomorrow. We want to live by faith today. Not a faith that depends, oh God, on the end of the month, on the, on the salary. No, a faith that depends on you. Not a faith that depends, oh God, on how we feel. Well, today I feel good. I feel okay. So then we are motivated. No, a faith that works in good time and in bad time. A faith that works regardless of what may be happening around us. Father, we pray this morning, awaken us into the light of your day. Yes, bring us once again to understand who you are in us. And who we are in you is a father-son relationship. We open up to you this morning. I bring my brethren before you, Father. Breathe on them. Breathe your life on us. Breathe your fruit. Breathe your ways. Show us your path. That song says, show us the ancient path. Lead us in the path of righteousness. Show us. We want to walk in it. That we may find rest for our soul. We refuse to gather for ourselves. To hewn, build for ourselves cisterns that cannot hold water. Nothing satisfies except you. Nothing brings pleasure and fulfillment except you. The pleasures of this world, they are but for a moment. No wonder. Moses, he knew something. He was in the palace of pleasure. He was in the palace where he had everything. He saw everything. Ah, but something on the inside of him said there is more. You know, Moses could have chosen to remain in the palace of Pharaoh. He was doing fine. He was living fine. We are not called to be comfortable. We are called to walk with God. As we walk with him, we find comfort. He is our comfort. No wonder they say, when the spirit of comfort comes, he is the comforter. Your comfort is not that you're sitting on a nice sofa. You say, well, I'm relaxed. <laughs> that may be good. But that's not the definition of comfort. No, comfort is to find his will and to plunge our life there. There's no other place I want to be than where I am today. There's no other thing that can bring me comfort. You see, when the things of God override, when the things of, of God, amen, you know, overshadow your life and your life's value, you start walking in comfort. 
The treasures of heaven will open up in your heart. There are many people that heaven is calling their attention, but they can't reach them because they have found comfort in all kinds of things. They found comfort in ministry. <laughs> While they have not been introduced to the ministry. Mm. May we find comfort in you. May we learn to rest. May we learn to sit with you. May we learn to, to stroll, walk with you. Enoch walk with God. What a ministry. What a ministry. Enoch walked with God and he was not. To walk with God is to be about our father's business. It's not the other way around. When you walk with God, you will do ministry. But if you're doing ministry, you're not walking with God. You'll be rejected. It's not by might. I learned years ago as a pastor. The ministry is not by might. I tried all the might. I tried all the power. I did everything. And people can do in ministry. I did it all. In fact, I pioneered certain things. I discovered that it was not there. So I have to leave every other thing. I have to go on a journey to search for him. And I invited my people. I said, come follow me. Let's go look for him. We've left him behind. So many left. They could not understand. They thought we found him. I said, we have not found him. We found religion. We found noise. We found ministry. We have not found the ministry. I said, come, let's go. Few people followed me. But 70% of our church member left. It was too much a price for them to go to a place they've never been before. It was too much a price to seek something they don't know. They are not sure if they're going to find. But I was sincere. I wanted to take them to God. Because I was also searching for him. Very few of us found him. But when we found him, our life changed. My life changed. Yet, it's like I still, I have not found him. You see? So I'm still on a journey of searching because there's too much of of, of various realities of him that we are, we are yet to come into. See, when you find him in one dimension today, ah, it's a place of glory. And it will seem as if nothing else. <laughs> you will say like Peter, let us build a tabernacle here. <laughs> let's, let's build something here. Let's build, let, let, let's build tabernacle. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. You've only seen one little tiny weenie droplet of him. That's why they say, no, Moses, you don't, uh, uh, Peter, you don't understand. We can't build, we can't build things around this little dimension they've shown us. There are still many, many sides of him that we have not seen. So what are we going to do if we build something here that only contain that which we have, we have seen? What happened tomorrow when they show something else? That's why they say, for we have not a continuous city. We're seeking for that which is to come. It is, it is his appearance that we are seeking for. We are seeking for his appearance. We are seeking for his appearance in our mortality. We are seeking for his appearance. We have not a continuous city. We are forever searching. When he brings us to a place of revelation, we celebrate it. Yes, we can celebrate it. Let's build a tent around it, not a structure. Let's celebrate it. And when the cloud begins to lift, let's, let's scaffold. Let's move on. We want to have all of him. All of him. All of him. May I not say I've arrived. I've come to a day where I have known him. No, I've known part of him. We know dimly as a glass. Yes. But this is the day of revelation. He's revealing another side that we need to come into. He's revealing another reality. Yes, even in prayer. 
we pray in parts because our prayer is informed by what we know to the degree we have knowledge of him is to the degree we pray yes then we'll move on come up let's go let's go on to to the next level they say let's go on with the lord say let's leave this this elementary if there are elementary then there must be tertiary <laughs> There must be advanced things of the spirit. Father, we want to come to the realm of spiritual advancement. I thank you, Lord, this morning that as I pray in my heart, through my heart, for my brothers, my sisters, that we will move, you will move us, you will shift us, yes. It is the quest of our heart that shifts, shifts us to seasons. It is the quest, the longing of our heart that shift, shifts us into seasons, yes. When you don't have a quest and a desire for God, you cannot be moving to the next. Because, in fact, if they move you to the next, you will not see it. Neither would you appreciate it. It is the expectation of the righteous that will not be cut off, that will not be cut short. Yes, God rewards our expectation. If you are not hungry, if you are not searching, if you are not seeking, if you are not questing after the next dimension in God, you'll be left where you are. So, Father, this morning we quest for you. We search for you, O God. In a land where there is no water. Our heart thirsts for you. As the deer pants this morning, Father, for the water. We pant for you. We long for you. We just pray, Lord, that you will take us deeper. You will bring us higher. Show us the width. Show us the length. The breadth of this new day. This is our prayer this morning. This is not the end. But this is the beginning of something new. So we are praying as you bring us into this new day. Show us. Open our mind. Our eyes. Our faculty. To begin to appreciate the measure. The length. The breadth. The width. The height of God. Of this brown new day. So that our life indeed can begin to interact. With that which is required oh God. To become relevant in this brown new day. I thank you father this morning. Thank you for the ways of your spirit. Thank you for the life in your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the authority that is in your name, the nature, the character that allow us to have a standing. It said, tell Pharaoh, I am that I am sent you. That's what we need to know. That's what we need in this day as we engage with the Pharaohs of our day. Lord, once again, we are asking, who are we going to say, send us? We need to know it. We need to have the revelation of your name. Your name is your nature. We need you to nature us again in the reality of this new day. In a day where demonic, powerful demonic spirits have been awoken and are being given clothes to wear, being given a house to live. Father, give us your name. That when we go, oh God, to bring your people out of bondage, out of servitude, out of the house of bondage, Egypt, oh God, give us something to go with your name. Help us, Father. Help us. Help us. Help us. Because we know we will be challenged. We are already been challenged. We know we will be attacked. We are already been attacked. So give us your name. Help us to have the revelation. Of the name of your son. Jesus Christ. You said you have given us a name that is above every other name. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We want to have. The experience of the name. Not just. The letter. We want to have the spirit of the name. So we thank you this morning. As we go out there. Help us father to honor your name. Then when we say in the name of Jesus Christ. Let heaven. Be moved. Let earth be shaken. Yes. Walk on us. Walk in us. May that which flow out of us. Be life. And not just mere words. Touch our lips as you touch our eyes. Touch our ears as you touch our mind. Sanctify us once again. To become a place of your dwelling. Yes. We want more of you. 
We don't just want some part of you. We want all of you. You come into us in measure. Yes, we know that. You come into us in measure. In measure. There are things that we cannot bear now because you're still working on those areas of our life in order to be able to bear them. So we thank you this morning. Blessed be your name. Perfect your work in us. Thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters. Thank you for your will and counsel. Thank you, Father, for your eternality, the establishment of your eternal life in them. This is life eternal. You said that they may know you. Thank you that we are getting to know you. As we know you, we get to know ourselves. We know our world. It's in knowing you that we get to know who we are, what we represent, what we carry, what you have invested in us. It's in knowing you that we have the right worldview, that we have the right perspective to life, to people, to ministry. Yes, Father. So we thank you this morning. May the revelation of your life and nature continue to grow in us. Strengthen us. Strengthen our spirit man. Strengthen us from within, O oh God. Grant us passion for your word, for your presence, for your presence. Grant us longing. Give us an unsatiable hunger for your, for, your, for your ministry, for your presence, for your glory. Yes, Holy Spirit is our desire. Take the satisfaction of every other thing out of our life. Increase your satisfaction in us. Increase the burden, the burden for you, the burden for your presence. Increase it, O oh God. That while we are about our daily work, O oh God, help us to know that you are our true north. You are the hope of the world. So we thank you. We rest in you. Thank you for the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Thank you that we are regulated this morning. Regulated, yes. We are regulated. That when we come into an atmosphere, we regulate the atmosphere. Why? Because we have been regulated by you. We thank you. We bless your name. I thank you for my brothers and my sisters. I pray for them. Perfect your will in their life. That which you've committed into their life, O oh God. Let it be, O oh God, indeed a reflection of your glory. May they understand it. May they cherish it. May they pay premium price on that which you have committed into their lives, oh God. Thank you, Father, this morning. May this day, oh God, be a day of the opening of newness in their life. New doors that leads them, yes, to things they need to know regarding their journey. Yes, doors be opened. The doors of eternal things, of spiritual things, doors within the realms of the kingdom. Let it be open to them. Let them experience various realities and dimensions in you, Holy Spirit. Lead them. You are the one that leads us into all truth. Lead them into truth. Truth that will make them relevant in the earth. Because spiritual people have answer and solution. Daniel was a spiritual man. Yet, he was able to prefer solution, yes, to things, even in politics. Thank you, Father. We honor you this morning. We embrace your economy. Thank you. We embrace your ways. We embrace your will. We embrace your plans. We embrace your purpose. We embrace your desire. We choose your way. We choose your life. We choose your path. We choose your grace. We choose your mercy. We choose your peace. We choose your joy. We choose your righteousness. We choose your wisdom. This morning, we choose, oh God, your di directions and directives, oh God. We choose your word. Yes. Above any other thing, we choose your counsel. Rest in us. Rest on us. Rest through us. And make us a people of rest. We bless your name. Thank you, Father, this morning for your word, your will. As we enter into a new understanding of what you are about to reveal and show us in this new day. Father, grant us the spirit of humility to continue to learn like a child. Like a child. So we can continue to enter into the realities of your kingdom. You said except we become like a child. We cannot enter. We cannot see. We want to see. So we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That we may be exalted in due season. Blessed be your name. We glorify you. Thank you God once again for the seed 
these wonderful people have been sowing, coming daily to hear. Yes, he said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not cease. I know, Father, that their harvest is going to come. And that harvest, oh God, only you know what that harvest is. And I pray, oh God, for the hastening of the harvest. I pray for the manifestation of the harvest. May they not give up, oh God. May they not be tired, oh God, of sowing seed. You say, cast your, cast your seed upon the waters. After many days, you will have it back. Father, may they continue, oh God. May they never give up. May they never get to the point where in the day where men ought to go to war, that they decide to stay back and relax. No, Father, I pray for them. I ask that you cover them. I ask, oh God, that they will not be overwhelmed by the blessings, oh God, that you bring them into. To the point that they get drunk, oh God, like Noah. No, Father, grace, I pray. Help them to walk in the understanding. Give them capacity as kingdom administrators, oh God. Yes, to do your bidding at all times. Regardless of the situation or condition. Regardless of the blessing or the challenge around them. May they know how to manage the treasures and the resource of your house. Make them quality steward, oh God. Make them faithful steward, oh God. Thank you. That as they manage their life, they'll be able to manage people around them. And of course, managing things is the least thing in the kingdom. When we know how to manage our life and people, it's so easy to know how to manage money and manage other things. So we thank you for divine priority. We honor you. Bless their home. Bless their children. Bless their grandchildren. Father, bless their work. Bless that which, oh God, yes, you have committed into their hand. May their life continue to influence everyone around them. Continue to prosper them. Make a way for them where there seem to be no way. I pronounce a blessing upon you this morning. I pronounce grace upon you. I pronounce wisdom, knowledge, understanding. I decree and declare yes, that which looks complex before me, yes, becomes easy and walkable unto you. Why? Because you're a Joseph this morning. Yes, in, in, in Egypt. You're a Daniel in Babylon. You're an Esther in the palace of Shusha. I proclaim and I declare this morning that you will walk and not be weary you will you will you will ride yes upon the wings of the wind the grace of god will lead you into greatness even in the days of your greatness you will see him alone that is great above all may the cloud of god continue to form over your life that you may experience his reign in this season i declare open doors unto you may the lord continue to bless you and prosper you and cause his good face to shine upon you. Wherever you're watching from, you're listening from, receive this blessing into your life, into your home. Go out there and spoil Babylon. Go out there with the joy of God. Let your life this day become a site of attraction to somebody. When people come into your life for help, discern, discern, and respond. Hallelujah. 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 Well, thank you so much, everyone, this morning for watching. I really appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Brother Derek, uh, Sister Dioni, uh, uh, Sister Myrtle, Sister Vanessa. Thank you for connecting this morning. It's nice to have you. Please send my love to your husband. All right. And, of course, Sister, uh, um, Sister Tina, my dear sister, and Kumisa and Brother Melvin. All right. And any other person watching us out there, wherever you're watching from, may this day be a change day in your life. May it be a different day. May God continue to show you and reveal to you his plans and his purposes. And may you live your life in rest. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. And the peace of God that trans, that, 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 transpired, that that goes beyond any human imagination, let it garrison your heart. Let it umpire your heart this morning. I speak life to you. I speak peace to you. I speak joy to you. I speak love to you. You're not suicidal. You're not dysfunctional. You, you, are, you are increasing in God. You are increasing in his, in his mind. Yes, he's mindful of you. Wherever you are, wherever you're watching from, America, Europe, wherever you're watching from, be blessed. Remain blessed. Remain fruitful. May God bless you. May God continue to cause his good face to shine upon you. May he grant you strength, grace, mobility to do his will. Sometimes doing, doing the will of God is just standing on what he says. Don't be shifted. God bless you. Hope to see you again soon. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the day. Bye-bye.